We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, we got a whole bunch of stuff going on here. Talking about the Steelers. What? Call your shot. What's going to happen in Seattle on uh, Sunday? Can they win? Can they beat Baltimore the next week? Can they somehow make the playoffs? Will they get help with Buffalo or Jacksonville losing? I think the hardest part is going to be the Steelers winning those two games. They don't play well in Seattle. I have no reason to believe they're going to play well this week. You know, maybe Mason will be able to, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, perform again like he performed against Cincinnati last week. Maybe. I mean, was it the Cincinnati defense bad? Was it the fact the game was at home? The one in Seattle is not going to be at home. Crowd out there, Tomlin said, the hostility is well-earned uh, from their crowd. So, And if the Steelers don't make the playoffs, how are you going to remember this season? Disappointing? Uh, a big step back? I wouldn't have thought that going into the year because I picked them 9-8, and eight, and originally I picked them 8-9, and nine, and I was blinded like a lot of people, intoxicated by how well – the offense played in those exhibition games, and I'm still ticked off at myself for that because I've been around long enough to know that preseason games do not matter um, at all. Um, so I changed my from eight to nine no playoffs to nine and eight no playoffs, but I will be disappointed now after they go six and three and then six and three, and it turns into seven and seven before the win against Cincinnati. Now they're in a must-win situation against Seattle, a must-win situation against Baltimore. Now, Baltimore may not have much to play for in that last game. That could be a factor. But uh, your thoughts on how you're going to look at this Steelers season? 412-928-9370. We talked about Taylor Swift. Uh, I got yelled at by a Swifty. That's okay. I can take it. We talked about Chris Collinsworth. Man, a guy didn't like Collinsworth because he's anti-Steelers, which I think is the biggest bunch of crap maybe I've heard all day. Guy didn't like me saying crap. I think Collinsworth's tremendous. But anyway, that's just me. 412-928-9370. That's also our Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line. It is brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Let's get to the lines. We got a bunch of people on hold starting with Ron. Hey Ron, how are you? Hey Ron, how are you doing? Good, man. Hey, it's hard to face reality when the reality hits and the reality is now standing this day. The Steelers are the worst team in the AFC North. And uh, they, well, I, I actually I, are they? I mean, Cincinnati they've beaten twice, so I guess technically they're still in third place. Uh, but that could change in the next couple weeks. I picked them to finish third in the division. I thought they'd be behind Cincinnati and Baltimore, but it looks like they're going to be behind Baltimore and Cleveland. But I do think they're ahead of Cincinnati right now. If, a technicality, they're both eight and seven, right? But 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 in reality, if Joe Burrow was healthy all season, we wouldn't be close to Cincinnati. Probably not. But I mean, the Steelers have had their share of injuries too. But I get your point. I get your point. But uh, and, and, you know, and, and, Cleveland clearly a better team than they are, right? 
and Cleveland's doing it without they're probably the best running back in the NFL. There's no doubt. They're doing it without their $230 million quarterback, too. And they're doing it without yeah. their top three offensive tackles. Yes, it's amazing that, that we when, – when is the last time Steelers finished last in the division? Uh, I'd have to look. Um, I'm not even sure. I, I do know that the last time the Browns finished ahead of the Steelers was 1989, so it'd have to be at least back that far. That's 40 uh, – what, 34 years, right? Yeah, well, hopefully uh, the uh, something can come out with the Penguins to cheer up Pittsburgh. So, what are you? Uh, you know, what are you, are are you done for this year? Do you give them very little chance of winning in Seattle or what? I, yeah, I don't. I don't see a playoff team, even if they make it. You know, they 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 squeaked by this whole year. Their last game was basically their best game of the year. And you know, I don't see them. I don't see them strike. You know, lightning striking the Pittsburgh Steelers anytime soon. All righty. Appreciate it, Ron. Thank you for the call. Let's move on to an old friend, a voice out of the past, Jacko in Southern Cal. Hey, Jacko, how you doing? Hey, Cookie. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Festivus. It's a great holiday season. Yes, I'm still breathing. I'm still alive. Good to hear from you. I know it's been a while, uh, but, you know, on the Taylor Swift thing, first I'm going to say I'm sick of it. I mean, as much as I hate the Raiders, I found myself rooting for the Raiders last week to see the Chiefs lose. And as for the Steelers, yeah, it's going to be pretty tough in Seattle. Like you said, they haven't won there in about 50 years. If they go 9-8 and eight or 8-9, eight, it's a failed season, no doubt about it. I think Anthony alluded to it on Tuesday about Tomlin to keep your bags packed. Because, look, I've supported Tomlin over the years, but I'm pretty sick of these mediocre seasons and something's got to change. I, you know, I, I don't think they'll win in Seattle unless Rudolph can pull off another uh, Festivus miracle, as I would put it. But, hey, look, what, let me ask you this. What if Rudolph would lead the Steelers to a win in Seattle? He'd win in Baltimore, and he won a playoff game. Uh, then, then what? Then you, then, have, what? then you have an interesting story going into training camp next year. Um, I mean, it would have to be an even competition, I would think. But, uh, you know, Jacko, it's got a, it's really, that, that, that's a long way, a lot of ifs there. Yes. Um, you know, they want Pickett to be their guy. He's the number one draft choice. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot invested in him. And Mason may not even be back. You know, he's on a one-year deal. He may get a job somewhere else, right? Yeah, yeah, he could get a – I mean, if he plays well this weekend, yes, that that could happen. But, uh, you know, hey, look, Pickett's maybe got one more year and they're going to have to do something. I mean, look, like I said, I mean, Steeler fans out here, back there, I mean, they're tired of these mediocre 9-8, and 8-9 eight, eight and seasons. Something's got to change this. AFC is extremely difficult. It's not going to get any easier going forward. A lot of young, good quarterbacks. So, you know, we'll see what happens this week and, and going forward. Jacko, happy new year to you, man. Thanks for the call. Look happy. forward to look forward to talking to you again. That's a voice out of my past, Jacko and Southern Cal. All right, let's move along on the lines. Dominic is up next. Hey, Dominic. Hi, Ron. I uh, love your show. Happy New Year, man. Thank you. I I just had a call about Chris Collinsworth uh, when I heard the other guy talking. I think that guy is the most biased guy to Pittsburgh that I've ever heard on TV. He hates Pittsburgh. 
Well, uh, you know what? That's fine, Dominic. I'll say the same thing I said to the other guy. It's a bunch of crap. He doesn't hate Pittsburgh. He says one thing you don't like, and that means he hates Pittsburgh, right? Well, no, it's I not heard one him last year. He's, I heard he's, him. He's, he's. It's not just one thing. I he heard said. him last he year. Happened year to see over. the game, the 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 Raiders game, or was it the Ravens game when Pickett made that throw at the end? He goes, "That looks like Patrick Mahomes out there." You probably didn't remember that, though. I mean. I think he's the best no, in the might, business. I think he's some, the best. He makes some best things. He I, might say some good things, but he is so biased. He even said, <laughs> "All right, I've had enough air. of this, Dominic. Thanks. I'm moving on. I'm not going to enter, entertain any more about the bias. You don't like him as a broadcaster. That's fine, but I don't want to hear this bias against Pittsburgh. Let's go to uh, Rick. Is next. Hi, Rick. How are you? Hey, I wanted to call about Swifty, but. If Collinsworth was biased, it doesn't even make sense. I mean, the guy hasn't played in 35 years. He'd be like a certified maniac if he had something against Pittsburgh after all these years. He was a great Uh, player in the league. He was an outstanding wide receiver. I just have a lot of respect for him for what he does. You know, a lot of people don't like Romo. I mean, that's fine. I'm not a big Romo fan either. It's what your taste is, and I, I could listen to Collinsworth all night long. Yeah, I think he's good. I think he's fine. Hey, if you're over 30 and you like Swift, you're, you're kind of probably odd. So that's the way I take it. Well, I mean, I understand she is so gigantic now in the entertainment business, and obviously there's a zillion people out there that love her. I'm, for, just, not, I'm just not it's one of them. Teenagers. It's for 10-year-olds. It's for 16-year-olds. It's not for 45-year-old guys or 60-year-old guys. It's just, <laughs> that's kind of weird. That's and I don't need to see her on my TV during the game. I'm sorry. If I wanted to watch her concert, I'd watch it or go to it. I, that's fine. I don't want to just see her hugging Mahomes' wife in the press box, in the luxury box, you know? They should have a separate channel for that and just watch <laughs> her sit there and eat. That's even more. Hey, that's, that's like, uh, you know, like the, the Manning cast. They have a separate cast uh, broadcast for them on Monday Night Football. Thanks, Rick. A happy New Year to you, man. Let's go to Harry is up next. Hey, Harry. Hey, Ron, how's it going? It's going good today. Thank you. Hey, uh, I just have a quick comment on, you know, I know we haven't won a playoff game in a long time. In and, a and lifetime. A few... almost. It'll be seven years if they don't win one this year. Right, right. And and this gets misinterpreted as defending Tomlin, which it's not. But, you know, Andy Reid never won any, never won a Super Bowl without Mahomes. Belichick never won anything without Brady. And all the local narrative is who's better, Cowher or Tomlin. Neither one of them would have probably won a Super Bowl without Ben. And I think we're getting a good taste right now that it's not necessarily always the coaching. You've got to have the combination of the, the, the quarterback and the system in place to, to really kind of catch that moment. And, uh, you know, I think that we're still pretty fortunate to always be somewhat relevant. Well, you know, you talk about the system in place. I mean, they struggled with Matt Canada's offense. And who's responsible for bringing Canada here and keeping them? So that's a that's a poor reflection on Tomlin, isn't it? Yeah, I think that it is. And I think that there's, you know, the lack of a coaching tree. But I think that, you know, going into this offseason, you know, if they have the if they have the 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 vision to say, okay, we gotta get, you know, you're not getting your call on the offensive coordinator, you know, I think that there's still there's still a, a window for Tomlin to still use his motivating and, you know, his uh, his cliches at the podium every week to still be somewhat relevant. Well, I, I guess relevant is one thing. I mean, is 9 and 8 relevant? 
I don't know, man. There's a lot of teams out there, eight and seven now, going to be eight and eight, nine and eight, eight and nine. I don't know how relevant that is anymore, though. Everybody's in it. Everybody's in it. Everybody, yeah, it's better than three and 15 or three and 14, but everybody's basically in it now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. I just think that the too much emphasis, I mean, like I said, Belichick, no one would be considering him a lousy coach. And, you know, look what he's done without Brady. I mean, I think that you could make a case that he's been worse than, than Tomlin over the last three seasons. All right, Harry. Appreciate the phone call. Let's move on to Buzz is up next. Hey, Buzz. Hey, Ron. How you doing? Good, man. Hey, quick question for you. So, with Flacco doing so well in Cleveland, let's just have a scenario that he takes them, let's say, to the championship game or maybe to a Super Bowl. So, what what does Cleveland do after that? I mean, they got Deshaun Watson. I know. He's, uh, I know. He signed for years. He's got that big contract. And not only that is, what do you think Flacco would, uh, you know, command? Like, would, would you think that somebody would give him like two years, forty million, or what? Uh, yeah, I would think so. Probably more. I, that's a great question. That's a hypothetical that we were talking about. I think Jacko brought it up. What if, uh, you know, Mason Rudolph gets on a roll here into the playoffs? What do you do with the Steelers' quarterbacks next year? I don't know what the the Browns would do. They owe. You know, what are they, two years into Deshaun Watson? 230 guaranteed million. Now, I guess, you know, the the, the Denver's releasing uh, Russell Wilson. I guess you could do something like that. But Flacco's also about 60 years old. How much does he have left? I think they're going to ride it out this year, see what happens, and then it's going to be Deshaun Watson's team next year. That's my opinion. Yeah, I mean, uh, the thing with Flacco, that's a heck of a story, though. Oh, it's an it's an amazing story when you think about well, it. Four and one in his five starts, and he's had thirteen touchdown passes. Well, well, let me ask you another question: Is wouldn't it be great if Cleveland and Baltimore played in the championship game? Yeah, somebody else mentioned that, and I would love. I think Ray Fittipaldo. I would love to see that. I would. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I I, I mentioned Cleveland. Uh, you know the Browns. I don't care about them at all. The fans there, I think, are great fans. I think they have something like that coming. The franchise has just been so horribly ran that they get everything they deserve. But uh, they got a something special going right now. And, uh, you know, we've spent a lot of time laughing at them from Pittsburgh. I'm guaranteeing you they're probably laughing at the Steelers right now. Yeah, no doubt about it. But, hey, eventually a blind squirrel is going to get a nut every (laughs) now and then with Cleveland. I mean, hey, how many quarterbacks have they had? You know, eventually they're going to hit on one, you know, you know, sometime. Yeah, who would have guessed that it would be Joe Flacco at his age? Thanks, uh, Buzz. I appreciate it. Let's go to Wes is up next. Hey, Wes. Hey, Cookie. Thanks for taking my call. Sure, so man. I wanted to point out the first thing. Um, as far as Taylor Swift goes, I think it's unfortunate for Kansas City because as soon as she came to the picture, at least for them, the national spotlight went off of Kansas City football and went on to her. Secondly, I like Chris Collinsworth. I think he has a great voice. I think he's great for the game of football. Thirdly, I think that the Steelers dabbling in mediocrity right now is just magnified by the fact that the division is actually doing quite well besides them. And we used to be able to fall back on saying at least we're not as bad as the Browns. But unfortunately, it doesn't look like we're going to be able to say that this year. No, well, you're definitely not going to be able to say it. They're going to finish. They're in the playoffs, the Steelers. 
probably aren't going to make the playoffs. So you definitely aren't going to be able to see that. Cincinnati's been a disappointment, but that's, you know, you can point to Flacco getting hurt so early in the season. Uh, but there's no, there's no doubt the Steelers, the best they're going to finish is 10 and seven. I would think 10 and seven probably will get in the playoffs. I think it's more likely they finish nine and eight or eight and nine. And that is the definition of mediocrity to me, right? Absolutely. And I mean, going forward, you still are going to have healthy Joe Burrow. You're still going to have Lamar Jackson to compete with. Who knows who Cleveland's going to, uh, you know, run out there next year. It could be Joe Flacco again. But we'll see what happens. Uh, I hope the Steelers can get it figured out. Thanks for taking the call, Cookie. Have a good New Year. All right, Wes. You too, man. I appreciate it. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. It's brought to you by uh, South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Peters Township. You can visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. All right, Jeff Hathorne due to join me at the top of the hour. Bryant McFadden at the bottom of the next hour. But still plenty of times to roll with your calls. I love talking sports with you. I love your enthusiasm, your passion, even you Swifties out there. Uh, I love you too, and appreciate you taking the time to call. We've got a line open just for you, 412-928-9370 is the number to reach me. You want to talk about the Steelers. Can they win in Seattle? What? How are you going to look at this year when it's done? The Browns, what about them? What about uh, everything else going on in the NFL? Uh, anything you want to talk about pertaining to the Steelers or the NFL is fair topic. Uh, all guests on the fan come to you on the fan hotline presented by Nemecolon. Around every corner, Nemecolon creates real-life magic for guests. I'm Ron Cook. I'll be back in a flash here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Make sure you listen to the Cook and Joe show. That would happen to be this show every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from uh, Jeff Patton, the general at the baseball Card Castle in Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 937thefan.com contesting page. Jeff Hathorne uh, due to join me at the top of the hour. I believe he's at Steelers practice today. He'll be headed to Syracuse for the pit game. He's on the pit call uh, tomorrow. So look forward to talking to Jeff about uh, all things Pittsburgh sports. And then Bryant McFadden, uh, former Steelers cornerback, Super Bowl winner, He's just a fun guest to talk to, so he'll be joining me at the bottom of the next hour at 1.30. we got a whole lot of people. We're talking Steelers. What do you make of their chances against Seattle this weekend? Make your call, 412-928-9370. How are you going to remember this season if they don't make the playoffs after being 6-3? and three? They go from 6-3 and three to 7-7 seven and seven, uh, and before beating Cincinnati last week and the, the losses to get – to seven and seven, just hideous, uh, you know, against a, a Cleveland team pre-Flacco, uh, against a two and ten Arizona team, a two and ten New England team, and then they get killed at uh, Indianapolis. It's going to be a lost season, I think, if they don't make the playoffs. Let's get back to the line, starting with Brian. Hey, Brian, how are you? Hi, Ron. Merry, uh, happy New Year to you, well, brother. I appreciate you saying that. Thank you. 
right. So about the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and the Taylor Swifts, uh, friends of mine and, and friends of me have talked, and we came to this conclusion. When you're paying a quarterback $45, $50 million a year, in the case of Kansas City with Pat Mahomes, you don't have enough money to go around to pay the other players that are on your team that you want to keep or go out and get free agents. One guy can't win the games in pro football. You need a team around you. Look at what happened with Russell Wilson up in Seattle. They paid him the big contract, and his production decreased, and they didn't make the playoffs because he didn't have the horses around him to make the plays. So what good is it to pay one person that kind of money? Yeah, I you're not going yeah, to win. I mean, now, I hear you, Brian, but you can't win without that one guy. You can't win without the quarterback. Well, what is it you're trying to win? I'm trying to do what Mahomes has done, which is win two Super Bowls, two MVPs, and two Super Bowl MVPs. That's what I'm doing. You think he's going to be able to do it, paying him 45 a year and not being able to spread uh, it you, out among you, the other You know players? what? you got to be creative that way. I get it. I mean, there's no doubt the big quarterback controvert, uh, contracts make it hard for you under the salary cap, but you got to figure out a way. You know that now Cincinnati for the first time they're paying Joe Burrow the big money and it's going to probably you know cost them some good players but that's all part of it right? Yeah, that is all part of it. Now one thing you can say what you want about the Brady show up here in New England, but he renegotiated his contracts to get players on offense and defense because he I guess the guy never met him, but I'd imagine he figured. I'm winning these Super Bowls. I'm going to keep doing that, and I'm going to get paid on the back end. What did Fox give him, a 10-year, $350 million deal? You're right. You're right. He also was married to Giselle, who made a zillion dollars more a year than he did. He didn't need the money. You're right. But, you know, when guys want to give up less, I, I, I applaud them for it. But I never am critical of a guy who wants every penny he can get because their careers are so short, you know? Oh, oh, you're absolutely right. So you just said that about um, Giselle. So could Taylor Swift be the new Giselle? Uh-huh. She makes a lot more than Travis Kelsey, I'll tell you that. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, she does. All right, take care, brother. Appreciate the call. She makes a lot more than Travis Kelsey. She makes a lot more than any player uh, in the NFL. Let's go to Brad is next. Hi, Brad. Hi, Ron. Um, calling about the Swift thing, I don't think she has anything to do with it. And, no, I don't uh, necessarily either. I, I, I just said I'm tired of seeing her there. Uh, I don't think she does either. All right, my man. And uh, I just wanted to say I got to meet you at Sun Chevrolet a few years ago in the mid-engine Corvette. Oh, and okay. Chris Collinsworth, I met him at a restaurant I think he was part owner in, and I was sitting there, and he was making his rounds. He come up doing his thing, and I was he's like, where are you all from? And I said, Pittsburgh. And his face lit up. He sat down, talked to us. He was great. He bought our drinks. And he was very hospitable. And I thought it was genuine. And I don't mind him. I think he's good. All righty. I appreciate the call, Brad. You and me can agree on that. Not everybody around here likes him. Uh, That's for sure. All right. Let's go to Marty is up next. Hey, Marty. Hey, good afternoon. And happy new year. To you as well. To you as well. Thank you. Love the show. Thank you. I, that's my little shout out for Stan Saverin, who passed away this year. Um, and I just remember I started listening when he was broadcasting, and um, I miss him. So I uh, just wanted to let you know. Uh, Marty, I appreciate that. I'm sure Stan would appreciate it as well. Thank you. 
Uh, yeah, I knew him for a long time. We had a great, you know, I, he never traveled much with like the football team. So I never really like had a beer with him or hung out with him. We had a very great professional relationship, uh, but I always had great respect for how hard he worked. And uh, I happened to walk by the Steelers still put a seat out for him uh, at every home game. Uh, uh, his picture, a little flower, um, a very nice little tribute to him. Uh, yes, he is missed. He, he worked hard, did a great job in this town, and I think you know, he became so beloved that people forgot that you know where he came from, right? He came from Cleveland. And uh, I'm sure part of him uh, would be enjoying what the Browns are doing right now. Uh, that's for sure. Let's go to Jim is up next. Hey, Jim, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing, man? Good, man. Thanks. My question for you is, how important is an offensive line in pro football? I mean, we've had Webster, Pouncey, uh, uh, Dawson. I mean, all pros. Our offensive line has always been a strength. And I, I'm sure that Kansas City's offensive line, Philadelphia Eagles, and, and you're saying is it more skilled players or is it where are you going to put your money if you had a team? Well, to you got to figure out a way. I mean, you can find offensive linemen. You can't necessarily find quarterbacks. Uh, you know, I was talking, thinking about this the other day. At any given time, in any given year, there's what, about 10, maybe 12 quarterbacks on the planet, on the planet who can do what a Mahomes can do or a Ben could do or a Brady right. could do. You can find yep. offensive linemen. Now, how important are they? Oh, my God. Uh, you know, in, incredibly, Carl, in, incredibly, in, they're incredibly important. They have to play together. They get no schemes. They have no pick-up blitz. They can't – there's like a – they just can't come in. You can't get a guy from college. He's an all-American. Uh, and come and, and start in the NFL. Seems like a rookie. No, you know, I mean, you have to have the linemen. Nobody can do anything without them, but my point is you can find them. Some of the best linemen aren't drafted. Al Villanueva wasn't drafted. He turned out to be a a, a pro ball tackle for the Steelers. Yes. You can find yes, those guys. Pouncey was a number one pick. He was at the opposite yes. end of that. DeCastro yes. was a number one pick. And they played together as a team. That's where, I mean, it's, it's like a cohesion of that offensive line. Open up holes for the running backs. Uh, give the quarterback protection. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Look at Flacco. He's up there. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, you're right. Oh, that's all I have to say. Thank you so much. All right. Appreciate it, Jim. Thank you. No, I'm not certainly not minimizing uh, the impact of an offensive lineman, but my point is the quarterback is the is the guy. That's why they're making the money that they're making because you can't really win unless you have a good one. And uh, – I don't know that the Steelers have a good one right now. I tend to believe they don't, and that's going to make it awfully hard for them to win. Now, maybe maybe Pickett will be the guy next year. Maybe uh, uh, Mason Rudolph will be the guy the rest of this year, but I'm still not sure, um, you know, how if they have a quarterback, and I think it's awfully difficult for them to win without one. Carl is next. Hey, Carl. Hey, Ron. How are you? Good. Happy New Year. You as well, sir. Hey, I'm sorry that I I wasn't able to tune into after 12 noon. What what did Ray say? What was his prediction for the Steelers? Uh Go he ahead. doesn't he doesn't like them to win the game. Yeah. No, yeah nor nor do I. Understood. Um, let me ask you about quarterbacks. If if uh, Mason does well, 
do you think they should re-sign him? I mean, in the next two games, if he does well, I'm not sure. saying he wins the games, uh, but if he plays well, I, I'm I'm for re-signing him as a backup. As I, a backup. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that too. Now, you know, was he could he make more money somewhere else if he plays well down the stretch here? Maybe. Uh, yeah. But I think he likes it here. I think he likes the system. He obviously came back here last year. And, I, yeah. you know, maybe that's because nobody else really wanted him. But uh, I would have no problem bringing him back as a backup next year. I don't think Trubisky's going to be here. Yeah, I, I just I, I, don't. Yeah. I, I personally hope he's not. You asked about the season. I mean, no matter what happens, what a disappointing season because of the offense and the, the lack of offense. <laughs> yeah, uh, lack of for sure. It's been horrible all year, oh, hasn't God. it? Oh, it has. I mean, the last game uh, in Cincinnati was was the best one to watch. Uh, you know, of, of the entire season. Obviously, I mean, they had it had it had it rolling, had it going. I know that Cincinnati's defense is terrible. One one other quick question for you: Do you think the Steelers should draft the quarterback if they have the opportunity? Uh, you know what? It better be somebody they really love. I, I mean, I'm not just drafting a quarterback to draft a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they if they love somebody, now they love Mason Rudolph when they drafted him, and that one certainly didn't work out. They love Kenny Pickett. That one hasn't worked out yet. Uh, right. So, I mean, if there's somebody you really love, I'm okay with that, but uh, I would tend to think they won't do that. Uh, I understand. All right. Have All a good right. one, man. You. Thank you. Yeah. Let's move on to uh, Chris's next. Hi, Chris. Hey, Ron. I've got a quick question for you. So uh, I'm kind of with you. I don't know if we have an answer in Kenny Pickett or not, but I, it's been really cool to see, you know, at least for through one game how Mason has done. Uh, my question for you is, now say hypothetically he has a great stretch, maybe even wins a playoff game. Don't you think he poss- should have a chance to compete for the starting sure I job? Do. Next sure, year? I do. Sure, I do. If that, if all that happens, now you're, you know, it's easy for us to speculate. Okay, he'll be great against Seattle and lead him to a win. He'll be great against Baltimore and lead him to a win. They'll get into the playoffs. They'll have help. They could win both games and still not get in. But mm-hmm. and then he could lead him to a playoff win. Absolutely, I'd say he deserves a chance uh, to start next year. But that's a lot to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I agree. I just wanted to hear your thoughts. Thank you. All righty. I appreciate it. Let's go to Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Ron. Um, I listen to you and Joe almost every morning, and I just love your show. Oh, you're very kind so, to say that. Do I hear Do I hear a butt coming in here? But, but, but. Well, just, just a little bit. So, <laughs> well, a couple things. Um, I don't like Chris Collinsworth either. I think he's a hater. And I feel like anytime there's a questionable call or something has to go into review, he always sides with the other team. So that's my first comment. Then you were asking about how you would feel, you know, with the season ending up, you know, I think regardless of how the um, wins and losses end up, I would feel okay if they would, uh, if Mike Tomlin would go somewhere else. I don't think that's going to happen, Michelle, though, do you? Well, I don't know. Nobody thought Matt Canada was going anywhere either. Yeah, but that's a little different than the head coach who's been here 17 years for an organization that's had three coaches since 1969. It's a little bit different. I get it. They hadn't fired a coordinator before, and just go back a couple years, they traded a first-round pick for Minka Fitzpatrick. They hadn't done that in 40 years. So there are changes that can be made. But, Michelle, if I'm betting right now, 
I'm betting that uh, Tomlin isn't going anywhere. Well, I have one more question, Ron. Sure. So I saw that um, Heinz Ward got let go from his coaching I position. I did see that. I'm not even sure where he's coaching. And there's so many of those leagues out there. I can't keep track of them. But I did see he was uh, he was let go. Right. Right. So, um, I mean, he did have a losing season there. It was somewhere in Texas, I think. But I think the Steelers need a coach who's a little bit younger and I think they definitely need a coach who is going to show some discipline. Uh, I feel like Mike Tomlin is the parent in Walmart that keeps saying, if you keep crying, we're going to leave. And he never takes his child out of the store. That's an interesting, uh, interesting comparison. I hadn't heard that one before. And I was wondering, concerning Heinz Ward, do you think now, okay, maybe not head coach, but could you see Heinz Ward um, coming back to the Steelers in some sort of coaching position? Yeah, hey, if they want to bring him back as a wide receivers coach, I'd be all in favor of that. I'm not really interested in him as a head coach, though. He has well, no really he has no real ex- he has no real experience. Could he help? Could he help George Pickens and Deontay Johnson and the receivers? I would think so. Most certainly. But I think he, he had I think he had applied for a job here before and didn't get it. I don't know. I don't know what his relationship is with Tomlin. Now Tomlin gushed about his Hall of Fame chances uh, the other day when he was asked before Hines didn't make the final fifteen. That, it's a thought. I mean, uh, that would not be surprising to me, and I would be all in favor of it. Okay, great. Well, um, have a happy New Year, Ron. You too, Michelle. Thank you for calling. Let's finish up this segment with Ed. Is next. Hi, Ed. How are you? Hey, Ron. Happy holidays to you. To you as well. Um, real quick, um, Chuck Knoll had a lot of coaches on his staff that went on to other positions, head coaches and other various positions. And I believe that, um, um, and I'm 72 years old and having a senior moment here, our next coach after Chuck. Uh, Bill Cower. Bill Cower. There's only you. been three. There's me. only been three also since 69. Knoll, Cower, and Tomlin. That's it. Right. Right. That's it. That's it. Tomlin doesn't seem to have anybody that ever leaves his staff and goes on to other coaching positions of a hire or even a head coach. My point being is I don't think he surrounds himself nor cares to surround himself with anybody that's smarter than him. Anybody successful in business will find the best people they can to put on their staff to make them look good day in and day out. He doesn't do it. Well, you know what, uh, Ed, I think it's a very legitimate criticism. Um, I don't like necessarily the staffs that the staff people that Tomlin has brought in here. I think it's very fair. Um, now I think there's going to be, I would, excuse me. I would guess there's going to be major changes with the coaching staff after this year, especially if they don't make the playoffs. But I, I mean, I think that's a very reasonable, uh, a reasonable call on your part. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Ed. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, Charlie, why don't we do our picks here? Because we got a busy hour in the 1 o'clock. Uh, Starkey is off this week, but he has sent in his picks to you. Uh, I have mine here, and let's take about three or four minutes and do them real quick. It's The competition is over. I picked up two on Joe last week. I'm plus 12 uh, against him. It, it's not even close anymore. So, but we'll finish it out here. I got three, six, nine different games here. We'll go through real quick. I'm going to give you my pick, and then you give me Joe's, okay? 
Yes, sir. He also, Heinz uh, Ward was the head coach of the San Antonio Brahmas of the XFL. Uh, I don't care about the XFL, but that's fine. Uh, Detroit at Dallas this week. I think that's a Saturday game. Dallas is minus six in this game. I have Dallas. I think they're going to blow out Detroit in Dallas. Who does Joe have? He has Detroit. Okay. That's one different. He's he's kind of trying to make a comeback. Uh, New England is at Buffalo. Buffalo is minus 13. New England's playing better, but so is Buffalo. I'm going with Buffalo, given the 13. In the email that he sent me, he has N-E, so I'm assuming that, he's that's only That has to be New England, right. All right. Uh, New Orleans is at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay minus two and a half. They're at home. The Baker Mayfield train rolling on. I like him to cover uh, by winning my more than uh, two and a half. I have Tampa. He has my Buccaneers as well. All right. Uh, the big game of the weekend, at least, uh, you know, on paper, Miami is at Baltimore. Baltimore can clinch the number one overall seed in the AFC with a win. Miami can make it interesting if they win. Miami doesn't win on the road. I'm going to take Baltimore minus three and a half. It's three different ones. He has Miami. All right. Three out of four different. Uh, Cincinnati is at Kansas City. Cincinnati reeling after what the Steelers did to them last week. Kansas City reeling in general, whether it's Taylor Swift's fault or not. I'm not going to go there. But Kansas City not looking good. They got to get it together at home. I'm going to give the seven points to Kansas City. He is also taking Kansas City. All right, then uh, let's do the three college games uh, before we get to the Steelers pick. Uh, Ole Miss is at Penn State. I believe that is not at Penn State. Uh, They play Penn State in the Peach Bowl. Penn State is a a four-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. I think if Penn State wins, they'll have won every major bowl. Uh, I think the first team to do that. I like their chances, and I think they're going to win fairly big. I'm taking Penn State. He also has Penn State. All right, and then uh, the two games on Monday, New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's Day. These, this is the national championship tournament. Uh, Alabama and Michigan. Man, this is a tough one. I don't like Michigan. My heart is always against Michigan because I went to school in the Big Ten, and I've always found Michigan fans to be the most arrogant in all of sports. So I guess I'm I'm rooting with my uh, heart as much as my head here, but I'm going to take Alabama plus one and a half. Alabama as well for Mr. Starkey. All right. And then uh, the last college game on, on New Year's night, Texas-Washington, the other semifinal. Washington is getting four. I like the way Texas is playing, although he's so hard to pick these games now because they haven't played in like weeks and weeks and weeks. I'm going to go with Texas minus four. He has Washington. All right. And now the last one, the Steelers, Seattle. I've said all along, I don't like the Steelers in this one. I'm picking 21-17 Seattle. So I'm having uh, Seattle cover. They're a minus three and a half in this game. I'm going with Seattle. He has the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. Let's see. I'm going to count our differences. One, two, three, four, five different. So if he wins all five, he's still going to be seven behind me. Good luck, Joe, catching up. All right. When we come back. Uh, Jeff Hathorne due to join me, then Bryant McFadden at the bottom of the hour. He's always fun to talk to. Uh, you know, former Steelers cornerback does a podcast with Pat Pete, all things covered. We'll have a full hour show, uh, a full hour in the next hour. That'll be our last hour of the week. I want to give you the weather before we go. At least it's not raining out there now. The temperatures are cooler. 
High 30s, low 40s today, a little bit cooler than what it has been. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. Uh, 23 Silverado 1500s up to $7,500 in rebates at sunchevy.com or Sun Chevy, the showroom, Route 19 in McMurray. Jeff Hathorne next here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.